This is being recorded. Is this being recorded for prosperity? For prosperity. For prosperity. For posterity. For derriere. I don't know. Which one am I? Uh, I think dose two. There it is. All right. I'm not prepared. Well, this week is fucking over, and I'm so glad. Oh. I'm so glad. Do you have some triples? It's just been uh, just people coming in on fire, like one after the other, and it wears you down. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Well. It sounds like you had a very challenging uh, week. Thank you. I accept your apology. And it's, I'm very happy that that week is over and that you can start anew next week. Yes. We'll talk about my new next week in a minute. Are you ready? Should I try the air? Oh, no. I don't know how. I don't. The volume might be. I don't okay. know. Let's Just make sure the repeat is off. Okay. That's all. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why it's not playing. Is it not playing or can we just not hear it? You're right. We're not professionals. We're in no way functioning in a professional capacity. The way it was. It was playing. We just couldn't hear it. Okay, good. This is going to be. What's going on? Honestly, par for the course. Are are those in the right holes? (laughs) Are they in the right holes, John? I don't know. Again. <laughs> You're gonna do it again? We just recorded. Yeah, because then we'd look really stupid. <laughs> Okay, so we need to re-record the uh, the song afterwards. <laughs> it's okay. probably not there either. Great. What is the song of the week, Megan? <laughs> uh, the song of the week is a number by a band called Birth to Burial, which was from Denton, Texas. Was? Past? They're not together anymore? They are not together anymore. However, through my sources, I recently heard rumor there may be some sort of Birth to Burial reunion Birth coming to, up birth to barrel rebirth mm-hmm. and then uh yeah interesting interesting yeah. one of my favorite denton bands in fact denton texas mm-hmm. so well it's me it's megs and it's john and uh obviously because how far are we into the episode and we've already fucked up <laughs> only three minutes this time oh only three minutes it's a great i mean we fucked up worse Oh, totally. This is, yeah. It's not like one of those where uh, we record a wonderful episode and then I try to play it back and I was like, oh, oh we can't use it. yeah, we can't use it because we weren't, the microphones weren't plugged in correctly. Yeah. It's a learning process for us. 10 years gone, 10 years strong. It's important to remember that progress is not linear. You mm. go forward and then you go back <laughs> and then you go forward a little bit. And you go back. Oh, 
I'm so oh. sweaty. I'm so I hate I just hate it right now. You're just sweaty. Everything. I just just hate the world. I hate the world. And you hate the world too. Oh, I mean. I mean. Yeah. I think it's it's just fitting that the world is burning right now. I think I think the problem is now it hates us back. Also. Mm-hmm. I think before it was being kind, like, oh, you silly gooses, and then geese. Uh, and now it's like, no, okay, fuck you. Also, I found out today that I've got actually not today. I rem- I I found out that I had Twitter circles like a month ago. Not quite sure what it is, but I know people are using it for sex stuff. Twitter. Twitter circles. It's like you add people to a list. It's kind of like, I think, like Instagram close friends, you know, on the... Like a group text? No, not really like a group text. Just where only certain people that you choose can see your tweets. And so people will be like, I'll add you to my circles. And they show each other naked pictures. And then they all, I guess, jerk off to them. That's a new thing that you read about? or No, not everybody has it. So if you have Twitter circles, it means that you're part of the Cool Kids Club. And I'm part of the Cool Kids Club. I've got Twitter Twitter circles. I've added um, two people so far. One random person that I don't know that said, hey, <laughs> add me to your Twitter circle. And I was like, sure. That is I'll cool. Add you. And then uh, Listener Will's on it, too. Um, uh, can- I've not shown any nudes yet, though. I don't know. I need to work myself up to that. I don't know if that's what, you know, if that's what's expected. I don't know. I need to do more research on Twitter circles. Can you um, create your own circle? Uh, what do you mean? Like you said, <coughs> it's a feature. It's its feature that some like a deluxe feature on Twitter that only certain people have access to. I don't know the criteria. Oh, uh, but Twitter I got allows it. you access to doing to that. do it. Yeah, oh. and not everybody has it. Well, and so you're like exclusive. Our friend Will has it. No, I have it, so I can add Will. So you don't have to be allowed you. by Twitter to add. To be added to. Yeah. But you have, you have to, be... to be... have it to add people to it. Because it's like my okay. own private circle club that I Maybe it's like. a volume thing. Don't you tweet Twitter quite a bit? Not really. Mm. I only have... I got. I think I've got like 1,500 people following me. That's... And um, most of those are people from back when I used to troll Morning Joe every morning. <laughs> Is that still a show? Yeah, it's still a show. It's like on for like five hours now in the morning, those fucking stooges. That's a long time. I hate them. I, I, I actually, I stopped watching it because it was just too, it was like, it became, it was becoming like a habit where I wasn't watching it to be informed or engaged. I was watching it literally just to troll, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's not healthy. They don't need that. Because after a while, I think some of them blocked me and, you know, you can only call Mika and Joe racist so many times before. It just Are they gets married? Old. Yeah. Great. Yeah, and then they sit up there acting all sanctimonious and like, dude, you were having an affair with each other. Fuck you. You're just you're horny just like the rest of us. Don't mm. act like you're better. Mm. And that know your value bullshit with her Grifton women. What? Uh, she her whole campaign is know your value, and so she's like trying to have women that are in business quote know their value, and it's like, you motherfucker. Your father was a famous politician. You know, like, don't act like you didn't. It, I just, that's so, it's so frustrating to me you, with people that are born, that are born on third base. Like, you can hear, too, just work hard. No, they can't. Is it, um, know your value as determined by Roger Ailes? 
Is Roger Ailes with MSNBC? I thought that was Fox News. Oh, are we not talking about Fox News? No, they're, well, on, they're on MSNBC, and that's the even like a conservative fucking talk show on the supposed liberal mm. network. Well. Anyway, but yeah, that's one of my biggest pet peeves, like when famous people or people that are rich act like it's so easy to get there. When it's like, Mika, your father was, he was a politician. He was like in one of the administrations, wasn't he? I like I there. It's, a, it's a rich family, and she's a, she's a newscaster. What's her last name? Brzezinski. Brzezinski. I'm know. sure I probably fucked that one up, but you know what I mean. It, it just really bugs me. Yeah, when, no. It's like the, don't like fuck yourself. Help. It's the uh, bootstraps argument. Exactly. Like, it's it's this. Uh, it's the American myth, right? Yeah, like, like Kim Kardashian. People can, don't want to work anymore. Fuck you. You can come to America. In America, anything is possible. You can be born in any socioeconomic class with any deficit of resources and you can get to the top if you really want it and you work hard enough which is fucking bullshit i mean maybe at one point that was no it was never true it was never true anywhere in the history of the world don't slam your that is very aggressive i'm very aggressive i'm very serious about this (laughs) i'm very serious um nobody is an island we none of us get where we are whether it's a good place or a bad place entirely by ourselves what a crock of horse shit yeah i remember when my parents got divorced my mother had her house still got a groove back moment when mm-hmm. she was just like letting all the all the ghosts fly out of the closet when it came to my father like because he was acting like he got where he was all by himself and she's like no he didn't his his father paid our rent (laughs) when when that we when we had hillary you know yeah i've had that conversation (laughs) similarly with my dad like uh, i was like yeah the university of illinois cost me like fucking sixty thousand dollars for a year and a half and he's like well when i went to the university of illinois i left with money and i paid my way through and my grandmother when she was alive she was like no he didn't i paid his college tuition (laughs) The tuition so. is probably like two thousand dollars. Yes, <laughs> for the entire like you know six years or whatever. Fucking look at that guy's haircut. That is something. I want to sit on his face. Uh, Leone Hadavi. We're watching the look liberal news. Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera, and being inappropriate, sexually harassing the people. Um. So judging them on their beauty. So yeah, how was your week? Tell me about. It was uh, your life. I mean, I don't think it was quite as challenging as yours, it so- doesn't sound like, but it was still kind of challenging. It was stressful. I, and uh, when, I, when, when I get stressed out, I don't like to sleep. And so that's kind of, that sucks. Oh, my AC busted. Oh, no. Yeah, but uh, when did that happen? It's like Monday or Tuesday. I got, I got home from work and I was like, it's kind of toasty in here. What the fuck? And it was like 78 degrees. I was like, that's not good. And so the gals and I, we uh, had a night over the covers <laughs> because uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that I usually pump the AC down to like 69 degrees yeah. and cuddle up. 68 is really. 69, 68. Um, and so I couldn't do that. And then when I called the, my apartment community the next morning, the guy, the, the, the bottom the sub bottom there's mm-hmm. this this super feminine gay guy that i absolutely adore but his, his name is butch and her i think Get it's, it's butch or it's it's I, it's starts with b i think it is butch 
but he has like, hi, it's Butch. <laughs> I'm like, I fucking love you. That's amazing. I love you so much. Why haven't you told me about this person before? What was that? Oh. Something just fell in the kitchen by itself, and it scared me. Uh, it's physics. I, I put these caps on... Um, on carbonated cans, like cans of carbonated beverages. And they just pop off at random? Yeah. Megan, my God, you're going to give me a heart attack. The, the the worst part is that it doesn't really, like, save the carbonation. Like, nothing's going to save your carbonation once you've opened a can. You're turning into a granola hippie. Stop making fun at Chelsea, because you're right there. What do you her. mean? You got, you're watching Al Zazira. You got things that pop off things that are supposed to that? set carbon. You what? have a bidet now to save... Actually, you know, you don't not save toilet paper. Wait, can I finish Butch? Yeah, oh, please. Oh, God. And so I called Butch up, and he was like, uh, yeah, I'll get somebody to come right over. You know, you could have just called the, the emergency hotline Yeah, I was going to... That was going to be my question. But it was an emergency. Isn't it, though? It was, just, it was just a little uncomfortable. But then I was like, the thought didn't really cross my mind. It did, but I thought, well, this isn't classified as emergency. If it was like Saturday, yeah, but... And 78 degrees. I can deal with it for one night. That's and then I felt hot. like a fucking idiot. That's really hot. It, it, it's asleep? It, it's not a bit, and it is at the same time. Like, it was uncomfortable for me just because, like I said, I'm like it chilly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like, you know, one of those situations where you see something, you're like, do I call 911 or do I not? I don't want to, you know, be a burden. Um, so that kind of sucked. But other than that, just. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on in your kitchen. There's a lot of tippity tappity tappity taps. Does it sound like my ice maker? Maybe. Okay, that would be good. Um, what ha- oh, else happened this week? Uh, I got into a fight with one of my coworkers. Like a fist fight? No, like a I'm not pulling this out of my ass type of a fight. What? For me, um, but I was it was like ninety percent kidding, ten percent like get off my fucking ass. I know what I'm doing, sort of a situation. Um, and, uh, what else happened this week? I don't know. Uh, I just, I really just, you know, the same old, same old. Nothing too, uh, exciting. That's good. What about your week? I want to hear about your week. Um, so I told you that I fracked. I didn't tell you, you fart? That. No, <laughs> I fr- told you that I farted. <laughs> no, I'll never tell you when I do. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think I got to this last week. I, um, I fractured a tooth. Oh, shit. Yeah. I like the way you said that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, I, uh, I'd been having this, like, pretty bad tooth pain that was escalating for a couple of weeks. And then, um, the... Two weeks ago, Friday, two weeks ago today, I guess, I think, um, it just like I was at work and I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. So I, um, uh, I called around and found a dentist, um, uh, Jessica Panchetta's dentist actually agreed to see me like right away. You call the emergency line. No. <laughs> So I, I went in there. Of course, my dentist is fucking closed when I need them mm-hmm. on a Friday. So I went in there and um, she 
she's just a general dentist, but she said, I'm pretty sure you have a fracture in one of your teeth because you're you're grinding and clenching your teeth mm-hmm. you so hard. You get one of those. I have one of those. You need to start using it. So I had just started using it. You use it every night? I do now. Fuck yes, I do now. So she said, uh, you need to go and get this like 3D scan to confirm that that's what happened. So they're just going to give you a crown probably, you think, maybe? Or is it like a root canal so or what? So what? She, what she speculated was they're probably going to have to take it out. Mm. And um, the best thing to do at that point is to get an implant, which oh, is very expensive. Like a bridge? And, no, it's not a bridge. An actual An actual implant. implant. Yeah, um, which is very expensive and painful, and it takes like a year and a half to get all of that process completed. So I was bracing myself for that, and then, um, I the boyfriend recommended his dentist to see if they had that. I called, and they did have it. I called a bunch of places that didn't have it, and mm-hmm. then, um, eventually, I got to his dentist, and they're like, "Yeah, we have that." So. I went in to see them on Saturday, the day after we did podcast, and they did a scan and confirmed that there is actually a fracture. That is true. But she thinks that they can just put a crown on it, which is a massive relief to me mm-hmm. because it saves me. I mean, it's probably going to cost me $1,300 as opposed to fucking what? Do you not have dental 6, I do, but it's garbage. Yeah. Yeah, mine most, always it's, it's a surprise. Like I never know how much. Yeah, most dental insurance is garbage. I apparently. actually I have a really great dentist, and one of the reasons why I love them is that I always owe them money, and they don't care. I mean, they don't care. <laughs> like when I ask them, like during a visit, well, how much are you? And they're like, oh, we'll figure that out later. I'm like, okay, great. And so the next year when I go to get like a cleaning, that's they're like, that's you like, owe us seven hundred dollars. Yeah, you owe eight hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, let's put on the card. But there's no like calling like every that? five minutes. Yeah, because they're just so lackadaisical. There's like easy breezy. We don't care. We don't want. We don't want to get paid. I mean, they do want to get paid, just later. Yeah, that that would be jolting. Yeah, to- it's not like this other doctor that I had where they got my information wrong, and so I was like, I didn't get the bill, and they took it to fucking collections, and I had a call from a collection agency, not and I was cool. like, What are you fucking talking about? Not I haven't cool. paid. And then, then it turned out just because they didn't uh, have my apartment number. Oh. And I was like, no, you could have called me. My phone number was there. Why didn't somebody call me? Why'd you take it to collections? When I was in West Virginia and my gallbladder exploded and I had to have that emergency surgery, uh, I had student insurance at that time because I was in grad school still. And I got a bill in the mail. Like when I was in the hospital on drugs, um, the guy from the hospital wheels this little computer in and he's mm-hmm. like, I need your information. I'm like, what? And so uh, they took it down wrong. And so then I get this bill for like $34,000. And you just laugh? I didn't laugh. I was upset <laughs> because I thought that meant that my insurance didn't pay for any of uh-huh. it. Um, but it turns out that they just typed it in wrong. So, But that's, you know, like that adds to the stress of a person oh, yeah, who's recovering I, from some shit. Did I tell you the time that my insurance tried to not pay for my anesthesia? No, but I'm not surprised. Oh, my God. Because they're they like... fight, right? Yeah. Like, it's dental, it's though. Fight. It's medical. Yeah. They were like, well, that, that was out of network. And I was like, yeah, but the surgery center was in network. You all know damn well you don't get to pick your anesthesiologist. They come with the surgery center. 
And it took like five calls before, before finally they were like, okay. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's like going to the car dealer and they're like, well, I need to go talk to my manager. Let's skip all of this bullshit. And why don't you just tell me mm-hmm. what the bottom line is? Do what it stop what, what, <clears throat> what ceases that from happening is you tell them, I, I have cash. <laughs> the both times I've, I've bought a car, I've just paid for it with cash and they... Well, changes their tune right up away. I don't have $17,000 in cash. <laughs> oh, the first Do one you? was $20,000 and the second one was $14,000. You have so that yeah. much money in cash? I did at the time, yeah. I was, remember my uh, Honda Fit? Yes. So what happened was I had that Corolla that I had forever and then I got T-boned. And so the car got totaled. I was in grad school. And um, so I was... You know, told my father, you know, that the car got totaled. And so I'm going to have to try and, you know, figure something out. And he's like, well, how about I just give you your uh, graduation present early? And he wrote me a check for $20,000. Jesus fuck. I know. And I saw that check and I was like, I'm never going to see a check like this ever again in my life. And I remember turning into I the mean, bank. I mean, when he dies. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I don't know. I've got a, I've got a half. You're not his last a, kid. Yeah. That's true. Um, that's so weird that might be a fight coming up on that too is that, that weird happens. how old is that kid now um he's a teen now do you have any contact with him i've met him yeah i know but like no no ongoing. no 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 ongoing contact is that bizarre to have a a teenage sibling i mean i don't want to get into it too deep but you know my family is a lot different than your family oh you know it's a lot different yes i so, know for me, it's not bizarre. For for you, it'd be very, very bizarre. But I haven't had contact with most of my family in decades. Mm-hmm. So it's not very bizarre for me. Okay. I don't have an attachment, you know. Right. I think whatever um, emotional attachment I had to my family, including my extended family, got severed when my father walked out, mm-hmm. honestly. Because my grandparents on both sides stopped contacting us. Aunts and uncles stopped. Cousins stopped. So it's just a very, very different family. At least he tries to mitigate his guilt with money. That's, you know. Yeah, that was really surprising. It was really surprising. And, you know, it was awesome. I I enjoy that about your dad, too, because that means you get a car that you can pick me up uh, to go to high school. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was kind of interesting, too, because, like, we were... Like we kind of, so when I was little, we were never like destitute, but like most young families, you know, when, when my sister and I were really little, you know, they were just now getting started and my father was starting in the business. And then by the time we moved to Texas, we were like very comfortably middle class Mm -hmm. getting up to like wealthy. And then when my father left, he continued his wealth. Right. He, I don't want to say manipulated because I don't know really behind it, but like the way that the divorce happened, how long it was strung out, um, by the time it was finalized, I was considered an adult. I was 18. So I think that there was some child support and stuff that my mother could have gotten that she didn't go after. And so, I mean, I don't know if you remember, my mother had to go to work when I was still in high school. Yes. So if you go, imagine like being a housewife to all of a sudden having to get a job. I had to get a job, which normally, I mean, I probably would have anyway. Just, well, no, because my sister didn't have a job when she was in high school. So I got a job really just for myself to pay for like gas and stuff. 
But I'm trying to, I'm, I'm rambling now, but I'm just saying like, like now where my father is now, it's really like a stranger. Like he has a massed amount of wealth that I just don't fully understand. Mm-hmm. I know he's wealthy because he has multiple homes. So my half sibling is having a very different uh, experience than I had right. with him, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I have thought of what's going to happen when he does pass away, like legally. Um, I don't think my sister are going to be like cut out of the will, but I don't know um, if we're going to get what everything that we should, you know, like legally. So that's a potential fight because I don't, I mean, I don't really have the the best of relationships with his wife. It's not poor, but it's she not. She was a family friend, right? She was. Yeah. It was messy. That was weird. Yeah. And I remember all of that. And, you know, and my mom, I think, I think she just wanted it to kind of be over. So she could have, if she wanted to really fight hard, she would probably have been in a different position now. Mm-hmm. But I think she just wanted it to, you know, it was, yeah, it was, it was really bad. And so I think uh, now, I'm, you know, it's just, getting older thinking of especially when I compare my family to like you or our other friends who just have a very strong family tie with everybody I'm like I don't really I just don't feel it in some ways I just you know it's different where I'm like I don't know what that's like having a grandma that calls you (laughs) you know like when my grandparents pass away I'm like I don't know if I'll feel anything at all I'll just be like watching you know seeing oh Zaza Gabor died. That's sad. You know? Like, am I even going to go to the funeral? I don't know. Um, it would be different of... if it was like my sister and my mother, of course. Right. But even then, I mean, it's not as close as it possibly could be. Yeah. That was interesting to yeah. witness. Sorry. No. I mean, in high school, I'm like, yeah. what is happening to this dude? I think I met your dad like twice, mm-hmm. maybe. I think Aaron met him a couple of times too. He wasn't a bad guy. I mean, I think uh, in in many ways, like when I was really little, he was actually really really cool because I was like gender non-conforming at a very young age. Like I wanted to play with Barbie dolls. I wanted to wear my mother's high heel shoes. I wanted to do things that traditionally boys would not do. My father did not. I never really felt shame for any of that. Um, Was he around enough to notice that? Yeah, he was around. That's good. I mean, my parents, I think, were relatively young compared to other people our age. I think my mother had my sister at 20 and me at 22 or 21 and 23. So, I mean, they were, uh, it seems crazy. Like, I couldn't imagine being 20 years old and 21 years old and having a child and let alone having two. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's just fucking bizarre. I'm 42 and that thought is frightening. Yeah. So, the only thing that, that they fucked up with was, you know, because I was sensitive and I, and I cried a lot. And whenever I cried, they would say, boys, do not cry. Like, I remember that over and over and over and, and over again. And then the cure became your favorite band. Yeah. Hmm. No, I fucking hate the cure. Oh, that's harsh. Sorry. I'm not that bad. Yeah, it's they're bullshit. They're overrated. Oh well. <sighs> yeah, that emo bullshit. I, I mean, Galore like... was was a diversion. Wait, am I am I confusing them with Morrissey? 
What's the one that's like? Both of them. I think I'm thinking of the Smiths. I really like the Smiths. Oh shit! She's wearing a Smiths shirt right now. One of my favorite bands. Oh, I'm trying. I have I have a very specific song that's either sung by the Smiths or the Cure that plays all the time at the Grapevine Bar. Like literally, if I'm if I ever go there, I know I will hear this one song. And there's a lot of like. Although honestly, do you know which one I'm talking about? No, could be. It could be. Pull up one, like, just pull up. Are you taking a, your picture? Of my shirt. <laughs> like, we're having a conversation. You're taking a selfie. It's for the, it's <laughs> it's for illustrative purposes. Um, I need to, and now, see, now it's going to really bug me. Well, if you can tell me some words, I can tell you I which can't. band. I just know the melody is just, like, very sing-songy. Something, dun 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 is that heaven knows I'm miserable now? Um, I'm sure it's one of their most popular songs. It's not the witch song. I was looking for a job and then I found a job. Okay. Like that. Is it There is a Light That Never Goes Out? That's one of my favorites. That's, let me just play That's it. That's a really a sad song. It is. This, this is the song. <laughs> It's a really sad song. I hate this song. Why? Because I don't like his, I don't like the the way he sings it. He's like, he sings every song that way, John. It's like, God, fuck off. It is such a good song and so, so sad, John. Isn't he like a racist or something? Uh, or he's, a he's a bigot. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, politically... God, what? I didn't know it was like their number one hit that I hated. It's a fucking fantastic song. What's it's it about? Sad. Why is it so sad? It's about being uh, kicked out of your house as a youth because you're gay. Uh, he's not gay. Well, I do not want him. He used to be gay. I do not want him now as he part of our like club. Anyone? He has a kid. Yeah, well, that that's good for him. That's the guy from uh, Placebo, too. Placebo? 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 Placebo. I thought Brian he was Malco. a big old gay, and I'm like, wait. He's a... Bisexual? He, he's a pansexual, Pansexual? Probably. Well, he... He has a, um, a kid who's uh, early teens, I think, <sighs> who just starred in some uh, British series that I watched. It wasn't bad. Yeah. He's a cute kid. Well, his father has an interesting face. Uh, Brian Malko, I don't, I'm obviously, I don't know the man, but, or the person, I don't know if he, I don't know what gender, he, with what gender he identifies, but, um, he? they identify, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Really I know hard. you are. It's cool. Um, uh, but he seems like a fucking pill. Like you think they seem like a fucking pill. Yeah, like uh, I, I, I have no. I, I mean, I've got no reference. I've just seen like concert footage. That's all. Just everything like uh, interviews that I've read and oh, like things. this person's are going to be a big pain in the ass. Like one of those like, situations. Like they're just so self-involved. Oh, and um, have an inflated sense of worth. I guess. Mm-hmm. 
Main, they suffer from main character syndrome. And that's something that I learned about to, uh, this week, main character syndrome. I think they're, yeah, I mean, that would be a good description. I think their dad was a diplomat or something. Oh. So they moved around the world and had some kind of privilege, whatever. Interesting. So anyway, um, plus like little baby person and. Oh, he's a um, little guy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, I like their music. I don't. I mean, I don't. I like some. I don't know all of it. I think I I listened to that first album that their big breakout hit with Pierre Mooring. I think I wore that album out. I really without you, I'm nothing. Yeah. I had an argument with uh, some stranger at that ranch that we go to. Um, He's like ranch. The the one when you just went to my birthday. Oh, and you argued with a stranger? Yeah. Well, on Memorial Day when we went there for the first time, there was a stranger that was staying there with his wife, and uh, everybody had gone to bed, and and he was like, "I really like music." I was like, "What kind of music do you like?" And he was like, "I like this and like you know shit like Paul Oakenfold or whatever." And he's like, "I like placebo," and I was like, "Oh, what what do you like about placebo?" And he's like, "I like the." The music, like, and then I just like laid into him, like, what, what, what do you what like music? about the music? Yeah. The synth version? Which music? Yeah. What's your favorite album? Uh, what songs do you like? That sort of thing. I, yeah. It doesn't sound like an argument. It wasn't an argument. It was, it was really just like a beating. It was you that being, I was administering. Yeah. yeah. You're so. doing that, what you do sometimes to yeah. make yourself feel powerful. It's not to make myself feel powerful. I just you feel very strongly about some yeah, things. You and get off on it. I get offended when people when claim somebody to like those things. When like stuff, yeah. And you're like, you're a poser. Yeah. Yeah. I like them before you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never say that. You like just the song that's on the radio. I think it sometimes. Yeah. Um, I watched um, an interview. PJ Harvey has a book of poetry that's coming out soon. And so she was on a daytime talk show. And I was like, she's growing up to be just such a lovely person. PJ Harvey. Yes, she's, she's so growing up. Warm. She's like fifty something. I know, but she's so warm and just like a normal. I'm just so glad that she's not an asshole. <laughs> that my favorite singer is not an asshole. Yeah, that's always a really like smiling and talks about art. And I'm just like, you're just a cool person. And b- b- before, when I was singing like like the rock star PJ Harvey, I always thought like in interviews would come off as very cold and like you're a fucking rock star. You don't need to and like that was a complete wrong perception that I had. Mm. Like she just wants to talk about poetry. <laughs> you need to see it's really it was oh, really man. a warm, you know, interview. I would like to like poetry, but I just don't. Yeah. I just don't like it. Um I like some of it. Some of it like in, when I was in grad school, um I don't remember the artist's name um and I probably couldn't pronounce it, but it was called Dicty. I think it was Teresa Anyway, it really impacted me. It was uh, really challenging poetry, and she has a very, very sad story. She was uh, murdered shortly after this this book came out. Oh, not before. Um, don't be a smartass. Teresa Hak Kyung Cha. Um, and so check it out if if you like poetry, especially challenging. She was poetry. murdered after. She was raped that... and murdered in in New York City. Yeah. Oh God damn it, John. Yeah. Well, that went. That took a 
Dig Tea is a 1982 book by Korean-American author Teresa Ha-Kyung Cha, considered to be Cha's magnum opus. The book, a genre-bending poetry collection, focused on several women, the Korean revolutionary uh, Yu Guan Soon, Joan of Arc, St. Teresa of Lisieux, Demeter, and Persephone. Cha's mother, um, Hyun Soon Hao, and Cha herself. All these women are linked by their struggles and the way that nations have affected and twisted their lives. It was a really, really cool Cool, cool, cool book. She was raped and murdered by just some stranger? Uh, yeah, I don't think they ever found uh, who did it. Hmm. Um, right, yeah, so the rest uh, of my week, Oh, wait, no, they did. I'm sorry. They did find them? Yeah. Did they know her? Joyce is a security guard at the uh, building That's that she was at. painfully ironic. Yeah. Um... Right, so we talked about the tooth thing. What else? Oh, I am going on vacation. Sweet. For a week. Vacation all you ever wanted. For for more than a week, I don't have to go to work, which is amazing. So here's my fantasy. Can I tell you? Yeah. Um, my dream is I'm on vacation with the family. I get an email from FedLoan, and they say, your loans are clear. You have a zero balance. And then I go into work on the 9th and I uh, tell my boss, I'm, uh, my last day will be Friday. <laughs> That's my dream. Oh, my God. If, if I actually had that opportunity, I think I my head might explode. Yeah. I Man, about student loans, I saw something about, like, is Biden going to push him off again? Because the, the, the payments are sp- set to resume, I think, in September. Yeah. And everybody's like, just get rid of them. You can do it, dude. You can do it. Nobody's going to be pissed can off. Can you do it? Gonna, yes, he can do it. I'm pretty impressed If they're pushing so it off for, like, five years, they don't need the money. Yeah, well, that's You true. know? I I am impressed so far though that like like I never thought that this public service loan forgiveness program was ever going to pay out to fucking anyone. Yeah. And I know people personally I was to like, whom it's like been don't don't off. count your chickens yet. Yeah, no, I'm fucking terrified. Yeah. That that I'm that my so I told you about my dream. My nightmare is that uh I'm on vacation with the family and I get an email that says None of your 133 payments count. Uh, or or um, you still have two years to go. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fucking stay in my job for another year. I can't fucking do it. I will die. You're being a little dramatic. I will. You just need to get on some pills. Atrophy. Get on some pills. All my organs do will atrophy. Do it for atrophy. one more year. Just be high no, as a kite. There's no fucking way, John. I won't do it. I won't stay in this job for another you year. Transfer. 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 I don't want to. Work at an elementary school. I don't. You I like don't want to work for. Do I, though? I mean, yeah. how hard is it to teach first grade? I mean, there's skill involved. I what? even thought, oh, I guess you have to worry about getting shot. Is that's too a, soon? That's a concern. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, let's not. Um, <gasps> what is going on with that man on the don't. television screen? Let, let's not be reductive to our teacher friends, though. Like, that's a, you know. First grade. I mean, once you get six on, okay. But, like, first in <laughs> kindergarten, you're a babysitter. Dude, I'm sorry. Know. 
What did I learn in kindergarten? I learned how to tie a fucking shoe. And the ABCs. It's a goddamn song. I don't have <gasps> Megan. any research to back up what I'm saying, but I believe that it takes more skill than you're implying. I'm sure it does. I am being reductive. And do you know what I saw on the way in? I don't know. I might have to cut this off if, if you think it's too controversial. What? I don't know if I should say it. <laughs> really? For this I was, show? I was, it would be too I was driving up the street and there are three people walking side by side. Like I, up ahead, I thought, they look kind of odd. Like they, their body shapes look really odd. I think they might be like Down syndrome. And when I drove up, I looked in the river, and sure enough, they had down like three people with Down syndrome were walking down the street. And I'm like, are they allowed to do that? What? <laughs> I didn't know. You may have to cut this out. <laughs> what do you mean? Are they allowed to? I do I thought that? they would have like a chaperone, somebody to make sure they're okay. But if they're adults, I guess. I don't know. I've never seen. I've always seen somebody that's had Down syndrome have like a guardian or parent with them. They get the grocery store and Were stuff they like adults? that. I think so. I don't know. But it was really odd to me. And I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive, but it was like, that's odd. You know, people with Down syndrome <laughs> can live on their own. <laughs> I've never seen somebody with Down syndrome drive a car. Well, I guess in you this situation, you don't know anyone with Down syndrome. But I've never, but I've driven, you know over half my life and look into my left and look to my right and seeing the other people in the cars. I've never seen somebody with Down syndrome driving a car down the highway next to me. Yeah. I don't actually know anyone with Down syndrome. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It I don't just know. seemed odd. Like I'm, it seemed like in what fallout was it? Fallout three or fallout four. There's some random encounter that you can get where a bunch of women, old women with rolling pins attack you. And it seemed like <laughs> like one of those things where I'm like, this just seems odd in general. It's a strange parallel that you're drawing. I know. That's where my brain went to when I was. Because huh. from behind, I thought they kind of look like they could have Down syndrome, you know, just like the body shape. And so, yeah, just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. This secretly timid, though. We can get offensive. And I don't mean to be. I really don't mean to be. It yeah. was just like, I just did not. I just did not. Uh, it was unusual to see them with, see somebody with Down syndrome without a guardian nearby. I'm trying to think of all of the times that I've seen um, adults with Down syndrome just out and about on their own. And I can't think of one. Thank you. I, I honestly don't see people with Down syndrome very often, except there's a... Um, if you say there's a school for Down syndrome right up the street, then I'm like, well, then that makes sense now. No. Okay. Uh, but there there's a um, there's a local farm, Stones, Stones Throw, I think is, it's called, um, and they employ people with um, disabilities. Um, and they have like... They bring sales to my neighborhood. Oh, so maybe that's what they're just from the I farm. mean, I don't think they're selling at night, the farm, but anyway. Um, they got loose. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll have to cut that out. That's. Oh, that no, I won't. We can far. have fun. We can have fun. Why doesn't anybody want to have fun anymore? Oh, because it's because it's terrible. Yeah, it can be terrible sometimes. Mm. Um, oh, so let's switch gears to current events. Okay. 
Um, do we need to play the bumper? Um, sure. Can I say that I had no idea that Liz- Lizzo was so fucking amazing? Um, also, I need to pee. Okay, go pee. So I'll hit pause. All right. Okay. Is this the bumper? Are you playing the bumper? Uh, no, I just hit on pause. Jesus fucking Christ. Give uh, me a minute. I give just, me a minute. You just need an update. Give me a minute. More than a minute. Fuck. Don't lick me. got such a sweet face that yeah, dog yeah he does um oh don't lick my foot oh my god ew bingo bingo go away hey and now you too now you want to lick me hey big boy it's all this licking i can't get a photo where they're like, oh th- that was wiggling. my balls <laughs> bingo, oh she just here. bit my balls she didn't bite your yes ball. she did and then she bit my elbow she is uncontrollable that dog um okay did you read uh, the latest about matt gets is it gets oh about that where he uh he uh pissed off a high schooler you shouldn't fuck with high schoolers she's 19 but yeah um yeah i read so this I'm woman aware. has raised a million dollars i think it's at like 1.12 one Point two five million. Yes, yeah. in seventy two hours. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, so, um, let's see what he here. Can we play the what he said? Sure. The, so this was during a. Um, then he said that they look like thumbs. I thought that line was kind of funny. What's t- TP action? Yeah. Um. SAS. What's that? I don't know. Anyway, he was giving a speech at some fucking, no doubt, Republican. I don't know. Do we want to? I don't know if I want to hear it. Um, it's it's awful. I know it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. Here we go. Have you watched these pro-abortion, pro-murder rallies? The people are just disgusting. Like, why is it that the women with the least likelihood of getting pregnant are the ones most worried about having abortions? I want to see what the people in this crowd look like. Nobody wants to you if you look like a thumb. <laughs> These people are odious on the inside and out. They're like 5'2", 350 pounds, and they're like, give me my abortions or I'll get up and march and protest. And I'm thinking, march? You look like you got ankles weaker than the legal reasoning behind Roe versus Wade. A few of them need to get up and march. They need to get up and march for like an hour a day. Swing those arms. Get the blood pumping. Maybe mix in a salad. So that's cute. Why isn't he in jail? Uh, That's a good question. Uh, The investigation is ongoing, apparently. Well, he Um, belongs in jail for sex trafficking teens. It is funny, though, that, you know, a grown man who has to fuck minors... Yeah. Is talking about. Yeah, he's not. He's he not exactly attractive. Get. I mean, I guess by like, if you compare him to his colleagues, he's probably he's more just fuckable younger. than yeah. He's just true. younger. He's just younger. That's You're all. Right. You're right. Um, he's forty. I thought he was older than that, but oh, I thought he was younger than that. Really? Yeah. But he was the one that that what was the what was the wheelchair guy. Was talking about with the sex parties. With it was. Him. It was talking about him, right? Madison, something. 
Cawthorn. Yeah. yeah. He was alluding to that. It had a bit Gates. It was like, come to our orgies with the cocaine, right? With the cocaine. Cocaine, yeah. It had to be Matt Gates. I don't imagine Ted Cruz is like having orgies. Nobody wants to fuck Ted Cruz. It's not about that. Or what's the guy from from Louisiana that acts like he's from Louisiana, but he like went to Oxford or some bullshit? Why would you want to act because Sorry, it's, an, it. it's because it's all a fucking act, you know, and he has like a deep fake Southern accent. Mm. Deep fake. Like, yeah, deep, <laughs> a deep fake Southern accent. The guy that always has like really rosy cheeks. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's like, I do declare these. He's like, he's like a semi-straight uh, Lindsey Graham. But it's all fake. Like, it's 100% fake. Like, no, he I went don't. to Oxford. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I fucking hate fakers. Um, but so, yeah. Is right. it Gates or Gets? Who who fucking cares? Who cares? I think it's Gates. Who Fuck that cares? guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, he doesn't seem. They don't get it. Actually, they do get it. They act like they don't get it. <gasps> Have you? I think I told you about the Mormon uh, prank on the mom. Did I tell you that? No. This guy that this surprise, uh, you don't get uh, your own planet, and there is no such thing as special underwear. Mm-hmm. No, he some guy, some pranksters went to. I'm going to assume, just because it was a Mormon Brigham Young University, mm-hmm. and told this guy, "I'll give you five dollars if you call your mother and tell her that you got a stripper pregnant." Have you seen that one? Let me oh see yeah, can, you did tell me. About yeah, that. and then you the did. the we mom was like. Last time. Just get an abortion. Yeah. And he was like, Mom. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Pretty good representation. Mormon. Because um, he was like really prank. Yeah, what, we what? did talk about this prank. last week. It could have been Rick's College. Do you remember Rick's College? Mom stripper. I do not remember. There was some Mormon dude that went to our, our high school. He was in my uh, AP English class. And he wore a shirt. It was like a like an old t-shirt and it mm-hmm. said Rick's college on it. And I thought it was a joke. Like, you know, what a funny name for a college, but it turns out that it's an actual academic institution in Utah for Mormons. It's called oh, wow. Rick's college. Hold on a minute. Well, I found it. Can you want to play it? It's only a minute and 41 yeah. seconds long. Okay. Yeah, do it. What's up, bro? I was just wondering, I, I want to give you 500 bucks to prank call your mom. Tell her that you got a stripper pregnant. Oh my gosh. Oh man, <laughs> she's gonna freak out. I don't even know. Oh, for 500 bucks, I think she'd forgive me. Hello? Hey, mom, uh, can we talk? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, I got a stripper pregnant. This girl, I don't know how it happened. He's doing a good job. Is he drunk? Are you, are you freaking kidding me? No. I, it was a mistake. I don't know. It was just one night, and then she just texted me and called me. Where was this at? It was just when I got up to BYU. You are kidding me. I, I don't know. What do I do, Mom? Are you serious, Carson? Yeah, Mom. I don't know what to do. How would somebody know already? Ooh, I don't got know. Him. I don't know. She just told me that she was. Okay, well, tell her to go get an abortion. For real? <laughs> For real? But no. Where do you find a stripper? 
We were just hanging out with all of the guys, and then they wanted to go, and that I don't, we met her out on the street. I don't know. When? Two days ago? Okay, Mom, I'm kidding. Somebody just asked me to prank call you, and you say you give me 500 bucks for it. I'm sorry, Mom. He goes to lots I of places, not just BYU. I love you. She hung up on me. <laughs> So I'd like to say, first of all, that that kid, like, really went with that improvisation. Mm -hmm. He should be he in an improv up. Yeah, group. but he fucked up. What do you mean? She oh, was well. smart. She said, how did she know already? Maybe she, maybe she was like, tell her to get an abortion because it's not your kid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I don't want to believe that, though. I want yeah. to believe that she really wants are, someone are, to have an abortion. Are Mormons anti-abortion? I don't know anything about them. I mean... I know they're anti-gay and kind of racist. Let's ask the Google. Also, I think Rick's College is is part of Brigham Young University. So, God, who have we? Who who could? Who's left to offend? Are Mormons <laughs> anti-abortion? We should have just asked. Siri. Believes in the sanctity of human life. Therefore. The yes. church opposes elective abortion. So, so technically, the uh, the uh, the Mormon Church is more progressive than the state of Texas. <laughs> what's a tabernacle? Tabernacle. Ta what's a tabernacle? Uh, I thought it was a group of people. Because <laughs> you're like the tabernacle that choir. Sang. Yeah, um, but I've only heard it like a Mormon tabernacle. Is there like a Christian tabernacle? Tabernacle. Too? It's a fun. Um, word. It's a fun word to say. I like it. A fixed or movable habitation, typically of light construction, a meeting place of for worship used uh, by some Protestants or Mormons. It's oh, a place. Okay. It's a venue. For like the, Fairview for the singing. I always thought Fairview was like where all the Mormons live, but but I guess like it's diversified a little bit. Fairview? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm. Not all the Mormons lived in Fairview, though. Well, the ones that I knew, and I, I mean, they were nice. It's just, they're just, you know, brainwashed. It's a trick. It's a trick, John. It is a trick. Hmm. Uh, There's a, have you seen that show on Hulu? It's, uh, it's about the Mormon church and murder. No. It's fictional. Um. Oh, then I don't want to see it. I don't like uh, I only like true crime. Have did you see the documentary The Girl in the Photograph or the Woman in the Photograph or the Girl in the Picture? It's on Netflix. Yes. Oh, so I fucking called it good. too. We I, were watching it and um and it was like, Oh, I bet that's not really his daughter. Mm -hmm. And uh I was right. Yeah, I didn't call it. I'm, it was the whole thing was twisty and turny. So I thought he was fucking his daughter? Nope. Spoilers, but I guess spoilers. No, uh, it was not. Under the Banner of Heaven is the Mormon show on uh, on Hulu. It's not too bad. It's set in the eighties. Oh, Whatever. I'll skip it. I did see the one that was that took place in Lucas. What the one? real one or Wiley? Wiley. Uh, the one that the Hatchet Lady. Oh, Candy. Candy. I did. That see was candy. good. They did a really good job. They stayed the Como Hotel. You remember that? Like it's no. in Richardson on seventy five. Okay. Yeah, we we drove by it every time we went to Deep Ellum, oh, and no. I was always surprised. Like like it hasn't been changed. The exterior of it. Oh, did they really shot it there? At least uh, the exterior. I I mean, what I'm saying is the exterior of the the building and mm -hmm. the sign even from the sixties is still intact. Oh, we need to drive by and like. Take our pictures. 
that. I can't believe you haven't noticed that. I I haven't been on 75 in forever. In high school, it was there. I mean, I don't remember. Honestly, but yeah, I didn't. I mean, I thought I honestly thought that that took place in Allen because there was like the hatchet lady lives down the street. I think I I think I appreciate mid-century architecture more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't appreciate when fucking Justin Timberlake showed up. Like, are you fucking kidding me? We're yeah. doing so good and you had to put your He's husband in it. He's not credited either. I was like, it, did she but really bring like, her husband into this? It really took me out. I'm like, there's Justin Timberlake. My fi- I bet you can I bet you know my favorite scene though. Your favorite scene? In that whole thing. Well, it's been a little while since I finished it, but let me think. Um I don't know what is when it? Candy was playing co-ed volleyball and she saw the guy's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed that. And her loins loosened and moistened. I sent you that picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're trying to. I forget. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a, it was a good package shop, but it wasn't quite a VPL. <laughs> you have to teach me. You need to. You need to explain to our listeners what we're talking about. So I was. I was. In bed still, um, before I got up to go to work one morning, and the boyfriend is already up and dressed, and he was wearing these very close-fitting pants, which looked fantastic Mm -hmm. on him. Um, And there was a bulge, and I thought, that's probably what John's talking about. So I took a picture of it without... No, I think I did tell... I did tell him. Okay, I was like, I I sent it to John. Yeah. and uh, then John sent me a text back saying that those pants are, are the material's too thick. It yeah. couldn't possibly be. What is it? A V. VPL. VPL. Invisible penis line. Okay. Yeah. So I have a lot to learn. Yeah. There's, it, they look like a khaki type of a material. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Like the, the newscaster that I lust on over the morning, who's actually, he lives in. Fort Worth, the Channel Eight guy, Matt Ishtook or something like that. He always wears like a like a knit pant. And you know how newscasters, there's like a newscaster school that they all go to. They have all the same mannerisms where if they're standing, they'll kind of like rock back and forth a little bit and enunciate certain words. And it's very like they all talk like Simpsons characters, kind of, like the Simpsons newscaster. Mm-hmm. Um, when he does that, I'm always like, oh, he's dressed to the right. I can see his little head <laughs> when he when he pushes his pelvis forward when he's But only if it's a down. thin material? It's, it has to be a thin material, yeah. Because mm. okay. if he's wearing like a, like a harder khaki, there's more of a shield. But if it's a soft knit, like a cotton twill, okay. which... which Matt or Mark or whatever his fucking name is like, prefers to wear. I immediately thought of you. Thank you. I, I was like, I've got to take a photo of this. <gasps> oh, okay. I meant to bring this up earlier. Can I talk about reality television just for a minute? Because mm-hmm. something happened. I so I watched Big Brother. Will watches Big Brother too. Um, and I usually just kind of have it on the background, like because it's there's like few actual television programs that I watch live, and that's one of them. I got to tell you, man. Um, there's a woman on there. Her name's Taylor. Gorgeous woman. I think she's actually a beauty queen. But she's a genuinely, you can tell that she's just a genuinely sweet human being. She's a little introverted. But uh, for whatever reason, the women in the house, you know what Big Brother is, right? It's where they're all in a house yeah, and they're filmed so. 24-7. And it's just a reality game show. And then mm-hmm. every week they 
somebody so quote head of household and then they I'm vote s- somebody out like didn't that start in the 90s that was a uh no it was after survivor and i think survivor started in the 90s so it's it's, it's it was popular when i went to school in ireland because my host mother had to be home every night to mm-hmm. watch it yeah i mean you watch it and, you, and we have paramount plus you can watch the live feed so you can watch it all the time and not just like the the edited for television so uh, it's really distracting when I'm trying to talk and you're trying to take my photo. Mm-hmm. Um, so long story short, the women in the house decided that they didn't like her because she was, I guess, talking to the men more than they were talking to her. So they kind of like isolated her and they wanted to like, you know, bully her and do that bullshit, that real high school sort of bullshit. And... Um, so she was kind of isolated throughout the, the weeks. And this this season's just started, too. Um, and she was paired up with this woman named Nicole, who's a former police officer, um, current chef, lesbian, who I really wanted to like. But uh, Nicole suffers from main character syndrome, which is kind of like a narcissist where, where you feel like you're the main character in the movie and everybody around you is your supporting cast and uh and nicole just freaks out she's very melodramatic and there's a man who's like an elvis impersonator that she's close with who's also very melodramatic they're both like theater kids you know like think about theater kids in high school you do this and like oh my god you broke my elbow mm-hmm. exactly like they'd be barking he's got main character syndrome oh my god and so um so during the episode Nicole was freaking out about something and Taylor was partnered with her. And this is after that whole women in the house are being like really catty to Taylor for weeks. And, and so Nicole was talking about some competition they had to do. And so Taylor said, you know, I have your back. If you feel like you need to tap out, it's okay. Genuinely saying, you know, like, don't stress out over it. Like, you know, it's cool no matter what. Nicole took that to mean that she wanted her to quit and, like, leave the game. And so she told her buddy Daniel. And he was like, that's so fucked up, blah, 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 blah. And so they're in a group setting. And Daniel goes up to Taylor and says, don't you ever, don't fucking talk to me for the rest of the season. He was being, like, really, really mean. To the point where it's like, as a viewer, it's maddening. It's like, what the, f- why are you being, why are you treating this person like trash? And uh, in the, quote, diary room, it broke my heart because she was crying. And she's like, I don't understand. Like, I try to be nice to these people. And it seems like no matter what I do, I'm hurting people. And it just broke my heart. Like, I was almost in tears watching this because I just felt like all those times, like when you're in high school or elementary school and your people are just like mean to you for no reason, you know. Long story short, another man... Like, they, the people in the, the cast, you know, witnessed this. Nobody really said anything. But uh, the people that were quote, kind of, quote, the outcast have all banded together. And they've got her back. And and uh, this kid said, you know, because they, you know, it was a competition. that So they expected her team to get backdoor because they were, quote, trying to get her out for weeks. And so she thought she was going to go on the block, too. But they were like, you're don't worry and so the head of household said you know something like you know i thought you guys were going you're expecting me to to put her up and but you know i can see this dog piling that's going on and it stops and i was like yay like the goodness wins and i'm sorry that's all i just needed to get that off my chest because it just really broke my heart and i hope she wins i'm glad that had an upturn for you yeah it did and if a a a a a 
listeners, if you watch Big Brother and you want to be in my Twitter circle, shoot me a message. <laughs> and I'll, I'll invite you to this circle. <laughs> if you're a fan of Taylor, <laughs> you have to know the password, but he'll let you in his circle. <laughs> Is that code for hole? No, I'm not going to show. I've never taken a picture of my hole. I never will. <laughs> That's too much. I still it's don't too get much. it. I don't know why people look at. I like don't, to look at. I butthole. don't know either. I don't. I've never. Actually, I take it back. There have been some porn ones where I'm like, "That's like too perfect." <laughs> like, did they get surgery no. on their butthole to make no. it look too perfect? Don't. I'm not. Oh God. I'm sorry, y'all. You made it almost a whole episode before talking about holes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I feel like we probably brought it up in the beginning. Hole? We just can't remember. Poles and holes? In some capacity, holes. You've never taken a picture of your butthole, have you? No. I don't don't even want to look at it myself. Yeah. I mean, I've had people like like on certain apps when you share pictures and like, let me see your hole. And I'm like, just don't respond to that. Like, no, you're not going to see it. Yeah. You're not, I'm not going to do it. It's not, there's never, there's never a flattering picture. It just always just seems too aggressive or it's too shy. It's too aggressive or too shy. Yeah. Sometimes it gets into the picture when you're taking a picture of your vag for yeah. your boyfriend. Not, I don't have that problem. Uh, straight dudes love looking at vaginas. I do not understand it, but they love it. But do you like looking at penises? I mean, I... you don't. I think you're socially programmed to They're not. okay, I guess. Yeah. Like looking at them is like, meh. I've got to tell you, I've got to show you. It'd be better to show you. I don't, I've curated my Twitter feed to be like, uh, like let's say 30% polit, actually no, probably like 70% politics, 20% reality t- television. Um, where am I at? 80% now. 10% comics and then 10% porn. And there's this funny gif, gif, I don't know which one it is, of this tiny little black girl clutching her pearls in shock. And so I've, t- I've <laughs> that's my reaction to whenever I see something gross porn, porny wise. <laughs> it makes me laugh all the time. And the last one I got to show you, there's this picture of this guy jerking off in public, but he has like the lowest dangling balls I've ever seen. It's really shocking. So your response to things like that is it's to post a picture of a child? Clutching their pearls, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it that makes, makes me laugh. When you were talking about Twitter <laughs> earlier, I was going on my phone to look to see, because you, you said, like, how many people are following you? Um, I think 1,500. Okay. So I, I not... went on my phone to see how many people were following me, and I realized that I got rid of the Twitter app. <laughs> so I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, I think we are you ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. We're not going to have a show next week because you're going to be on vacation. Right. Where are you going, did you say? Do I'm you want to say? Friday Harbor, Where's the San that? Juan Islands, Where's off that? the coast of Washington State. Oh, okay. So it's across the country. Across we're the having country. a friend stay at our house, so don't try to burglarize this residence yeah. because A, someone will be here, and B, you need, to cast nothing, some, you need to cast some spells too. There's nothing valuable here, so that's a, that's a lie. Be worth your time. That's a lie. I've scoped it out. There's some valuables here. You cased my house. Uh, what's the what's the song of the week? Number. Um, Hold on a to, second. Is number it? by Death Above and Below and Back Again. Um, no, hold on. Hold Birth on. and rebirth. Birth and burial. 
Barrel to grave. Uh, birth to grave. Wait. Birth to death. I need to make sure it's not numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I sure already know this. But I don't. We are professionals. We know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's number. Which Number by, what's the name of the band? Uh, Birth to Burial. Okay, I was But close. also it has been, and I didn't fully understand the explanation, but the front man for this band told me, um, I think he pronounced it number. I think it has a, oh, a dual meaning. One of those, it'll get you. Yeah. He's a it'll smart dude. Ya. Yeah. So, uh, is he hot? Oh yeah, you've met him. Oh, I have. Mm-hmm. I sent you a picture of his dick outline this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did not know the name of the band. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, enjoy the song, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. Bye.